Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, moms. I'm super excited to talk to you today. It is summer. Oh my goodness. Our kids have been out of school. And so today we are going to talk about the top 10 summer survival tips. So these are my top 10. You may have more and I would love to hear them. So if you want to jump on our Facebook group and throw in maybe some of your top 10 summer tips, that would be great. What kind of things do you find that really are helpful? It's super fun in our community. I'd love to connect with you over there. As always, you can reach me at my website, which is bird, B-Y-R-D, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And if you need any help or you want to connect and get kind of unstuck and have some purposeful parenting tips, you can reach me at coaching at birdmichelle.com. So without any further ado, let's jump on in. I am hoping that this episode will help you to save some sanity and to enjoy your summer. It is definitely summer. Are you ready for your kids to be home all day, every day, all the time, every minute? I know sometimes I feel like yes, and sometimes I feel like no. Oh, are you starting to wonder how are you going to keep them off screens and engaged and active and not just snacking and eating all day? Because I swear that's all my kids want to do. They come into the kitchen and then they eat breakfast. And then an hour later, they hungry and they want to eat more and they go find another snack. I think partially it's just because they're bored. So let's jump in with my top 10 summer survival tips. Now, these are tips that I have found that help me (laughs) manage the summer. They help my kids some, but they mainly help me, which I think is really important. So, as I said, if you have any tips that you are reminded of as this episode is continuing, pop in our Facebook group and dive in and let me know some of your tips. I would be super curious. All right, grab that notebook. Here we go. 
Number one is to plan ahead. Look at the big picture. What do you have coming up? Trips, maybe camps for the kids, kind of your week-long thing. What is the big picture of your summer look like? Are you going on vacation anywhere, going to see family, doing any day camps or maybe overnight camps? Maybe you're going camping, maybe you're going on a road trip. What is your overall summer plan look like? This helps to kind of look forward to things. I know our kids are getting excited about seeing family in North Carolina and in San Diego. And so they have already marked on their calendars when we're going and are super excited. But it helps kind of give a good forward thinking of, okay, the summer can seem really long at the beginning, but if you take a really big look at it, break it down of which weeks you're where, I think the overall big picture plan can help you mentally get a good picture of what your summer is going to look like. Number two, plan out a rough daily schedule. Now, I think we're very definitely a schedule family. Some people may not be, and that's totally fine. Maybe you have just a variety of what things you think you might want to do that day or that week, but... I definitely know that we're a schedule family because both of my boys found notebooks that were totally empty, just in the school supply bucket. And they grabbed those and they made them into their summer schedule. So they have written down exactly what they are doing every minute of the day. And it's really, really cute. I love it. So they write when they wake up, then they make their bed, they get dressed and go downstairs. When they eat breakfast, then they've decided to do some exercise at that point. So one of them is running up and down the street X amount of times. The other one is playing basketball and they do that for a certain amount of time. Then they come back inside and they read for a certain amount of time, or maybe they're playing with stuff for a certain amount of time. I don't even know what else is on their schedule. So they have done an exact schedule of what they'd like to do. Your kids may not do that one, (laughs) but I like to keep in my head kind of a good idea of a rough schedule. So I know that my daughter loves to sleep in and have kind of lazy mornings and that my son who is the one running up and down the street. Definitely likes to schedule, but he likes to do things on his own time. And sometimes he's not ready to do things right in the beginning of the day. My extrovert, my youngest one is ready to do something at any moment. So (laughs) you just have to kind of know your kids. So I have a rough schedule of, okay, in the morning, we're going to kind of get ourselves together. I'm going to go to the gym and then come back, take a shower. We'll have breakfast. And then I'm going to do my work for as long as I can. So maybe two or three hours until it's about lunchtime. And then everybody is roundabout. Maybe the boys at that point have woken up and have a bit more energy and starting to play around and fight. Books are no longer their thing. My daughter is now up. So those kind of things. So I know in the morning is the best time for me to get some work done. And then we'll have lunch. And I know in the afternoon they need something to go do since in the morning they've been kind of a low key. So in the afternoon we'll go to the pool. That's kind of like our, if we don't have anything else to do, that's 
kind of what we're going to do is go to the pool or maybe go hang out with some friends or go to the park, but you have some recreational activity, maybe running around in the afternoon. And if it gets really hot where you are, maybe you want to swap that and have in the morning, you go somewhere where it's nice and cool, get out their energy and then have lunch there and come back home and have the afternoon to relax. I've done that one too. And that one worked really well, especially when our kids were littler and they just had more energy in the morning and they were all up and moving. And the afternoon tended to be a nap time or low key. So I think it just depends on your kids and when they have their energy and when they need to get out. But to have just a rough idea of what most of your days will look like is a great idea. Have just a rough schedule. Number three is to outsource. So this summer, I marked down that we have eight weeks that we're home. And in each of those eight weeks, we mark down eight things that we would like our kids to learn as far as life skills. And so maybe one of them is vacuuming and dusting the rooms in our house. One might be cleaning toilets for a week. One might be cooking for a week and taking care of that. And so we made eight different chores. One's yard work. So we're going to rotate our kids through those eight weeks. Like for this week right now, Ashley has the task number one, Bo has task number two, and Enoch has task number three. So for those three, that's where they'll they'll be. And then the next week that we're home, we will rotate them so they learn a different life skill. And every week they will be learning that life skill that will help them and also help us because they'll be at home, they can do more to help out. And our future goal is that once we start doing this, that they will continue some of those chores and those things that now they know how to do. And we have a little bit extra time over the summer to kind of slow down and teach them so that then over the school year, they won't be as difficult or take as long. And so they can continue those as well. So outsourcing chores and housework and meal prep and all of those kind of things are on our to-do list for this summer. Number four, this one, you can have your kids help you, but pack lunches every day. So I love to pack my kids lunch at dinner time because I already have all the food out that I'm going to give them for dinner and I just put some of it in their lunch for the next day. This has been a huge sanity saver <laughs> because I know my kids are eating healthy and I know I've packed a protein, a fruit, and a veggie and maybe something sweet, but they're gonna have a good, well-rounded lunch and it's in our refrigerator. So if they wanna take their lunch and go outside, that's great. If they wanna take their lunch and eat it at 12 o'clock, at one o'clock, at 11.30, they can decide when they wanna eat it. Because the main thing that happens is I sit down to do my work block and to like get some work done. And then five minutes later, somebody wants a snack or they want lunch. And so you get up and you go make lunch. And then once you finish making lunch, nobody else wants lunch. Of course, you put everything away and then somebody else wants lunch. And so you have to get back and do the next one. 
And then the next one. So nobody wants lunch at the same time. Everybody wants lunch at different times. Then you find that you're wasting two or three hours just making lunch over and over again. And it just consumes your (laughs) middle of the day. And I have found that I get more frustrated or the other option is I just don't care. I just tell them to eat whatever they want to eat, just eat more cereal or whatever. And then in that sense, they're not getting a good healthy lunch and they're hungrier later because all they've had all day long is Cheerios and no protein. So I found this is a huge saver to just have lunch all ready to go and they can choose when they want to eat it. If they want a snack and they come and bug me and want something to eat, as I said, they like to eat all the time. I can say, go grab a snack from your lunchbox because I know that that sustains them over a whole school day. And sometimes they don't even eat their lunch by the end of the school day. So I know that this amount of food is fine for them to be eating all day long. They don't need to be snacking on everything else. So it makes it eat so much easier. I can say, if you're hungry, grab something out of your lunch box. Or if you want to eat lunch now, go ahead and eat lunch. Take it outside. Go play. It's just such a time saver. The other great thing about it is if we decide to go to the pool or go to the park or meet some friends, lunch is already made. It's already in the fridge. It's already ready to go. So we just grab each of those lunch boxes, throw in a cold case so that it keeps it kind of cold and head off to the park. Five minutes. It's great. But I have to say that is my favorite sanity tip out of these 10 probably out of these 10. (laughs) All right. So number one, we had plan ahead. Look at your big picture over your summer. Number two, plan out kind of a rough schedule of what your day is going to look like when you're at home. Number three is outsource, teach your kids some life skills. Number four is pack lunches every day. And your kids can help you with that, but just make sure the night before that you pack it and it's all ready. The other nice thing is then you don't have to start doing that over the school year. It's all ready to go. Number five is include your kids in what you are planning. So for my kiddos, I ask, who did you want to hang out with? Who are your top people? What do you want to do this summer? What do you want your summer to look like? Do you have any goals for this summer? What kind of things do you want to do? And now that they're a little bit older, they can kind of engage a little bit more on a different level with that. When they were younger, they could still engage. They'd say where they want to go. Now, instead of Happy Hollow, it's Great America or Raging Waters or it's a bigger amusement park. It's more fun. They want to have sleepovers. They want to have movie nights, movie marathons. They want to eat popcorn. So all these fun things invite them to just think and dream about their summer and kind of what they want it to look like. What do they want to do? Number six is plan in margin. So this is plan times for your kids to be bored and not nonstop busy because when they're bored, that's when the creativity comes in. That's when they're super excited to find something. Just today, our middle guy, Boaz, found 
a bucket of old train pieces, train toys from when the kids were like three and four that were in a bucket to give away in the garage. And he wanted to use them and to play with them and set them up. So great. Okay. We took him down and he played with them for like two or three hours in setting things up and played with his brother and they had fun. I would never have thought that they wanted to play trains that has been in the garage for years looking for a happy home. If you need some very beautiful old Brio trains, we definitely have some for you. But I never would have thought it. But if I didn't have some margin in the day, in my morning of not racing from place to place to place, I wouldn't have known that they would want to do this. Yesterday, my oldest decided she wanted to paint. And so that's what she did in the morning. So we just like to keep our mornings kind of unscheduled and slow so that the kids can do what they would like. If they want to read, if they want to paint, play with trains, get out a board game, do a puzzle, run around outside, lay on the floor and complain that they're bored all those things. (laughs) So it's good for your kids to be bored. Plan in some margin. Number seven, sprinkle in some fun. So sprinkle in some fun day trips, maybe that they know about or even don't know about, and you can surprise them. Go to water parks or the pool or maybe the beach, or maybe just grab everybody and take them out for ice cream. So do some fun things, some day trips, some things they can look forward to, just some things that you may not have time to do when you usually are busy running around for school. So think about just some fun, different things that they might like, that you might like, plan for that accordingly. We're going to try to go to Great America for the first time this week. And so I'm trying to work on moving all my work front loading it for the week so that I know that that day I don't have to worry about trying to get things done, that I can have that planned out as just a fun day. So plan out one or two fun days and sprinkle in some fun. Number eight is be flexible. Sometimes things just don't work and you have to do a restart. That happened the other day. Our little guy woke up with a fever and we had plans to go to the pool or do different things or do fun or I don't even know what we were planning, but all of a sudden those got scratched and we just had to be flexible. And so it just turned out that middle of the day, we just watched some really funny YouTube videos and had a great time and just sat on the couch together. And that was just a sweet time that we don't usually do. I don't usually let them watch TV in the middle of the day, but it was fun. It was just a fun time when he wasn't feeling so good and we just stopped. We just stopped for a minute and sat on the couch together. So give yourself a little bit of flexibility so that, you know, if things don't work and you need to restart or replan your day, you can do so. Number nine, get outside. So do something fun outside. Maybe just a walk in the morning or go to the park, get some fresh air, maybe do a water fight, 
Those are always really fun, but get outside at some point. So as I said, if you're in a place that's super hot, maybe getting outside is better done in the morning where you can go somewhere before it gets super hot and go somewhere cool, the park. And then once it gets really warm during those afternoon times, you can be inside in the nice air conditioning and nice and cool, or maybe you go and do the pool time then or a water fight, but get outside. Go take an evening walk or an evening stroll. I think that's what we might start doing after dinner is taking a nice walk around the block and just hanging out. So be outside, get outside, have some fun. Number 10 is give yourself some grace. It will definitely not be a Pinterest perfect summer. So know that some days will be a hot mess and that things you've planned just won't work. And know that other days will be super fun. Some days your kids will cry because they're bored all day. And some days it'll just be delightful. So know that you just need to give yourself a little extra grace in knowing that some days are going to be great and some days are not. All right, those are my 10 summer survival tips. I hope those have helped you. Number one, plan ahead. Look at that big picture. Number two, plan out kind of a rough daily schedule according to your kids and what you think they might want to do. Number three is to outsource. Teach them to take care of things around the house. Number four is pack lunches every day the night before and have them all ready to go. Number five is include your kids in what you are going to plan for your summer. Number six, build in some margin so that they have time to be bored and creative. Number seven, sprinkle in some fun and do some fun day trips. Plan for them so that you have time and that you can fully engage be flexible. Sometimes things will not work out. Number nine, get outside. Do something outside in God's beautiful creation, whether it's a walk, whether it's a run, whether you just go to the park. Number 10, give yourself some grace. It will definitely not be Pinterest perfect every day. I hope these tips have helped and help you balance kind of your needs and your wants and your expectations for summer and just make it more fun. We will not always have this time with our kiddos at home. So enjoy it, have fun with it, take advantage of it by doing things that you can't do during those school years and use this less scheduled time just to do some extra fun, special things. Hopefully this has helped. And if you could leave a review of what things you loved, that would just help me. That helps me to know what you are enjoying and where your questions lie. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any of these episodes because they're so fun. All right, until next time, have a busy, vibrant day.
this podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend. Thank you.